how did you found this company? What got you to start it? Yeah, so um, I, I've been actually thinking about this pretty deeply because I've been asked this question multiple times. And I found that when I was originally giving my answers to this, my answers were true, but they felt inauthentic to me. So the way that I want to present it today is really in, in three simple points. The first being money, the second family, and the third society at large. And just let me explain that because sometimes that can come off by saying money as a negative. And what I mean by that is, you know, I wanted to, I'm in the finance field. It's a lot of long hours. It's a grind. It's stressful. When I was in college, I wanted to create my own business at one period in time so that a, I could build my own self-sufficiency, spend more time with my family, and in my mind, do something good for society. And just poor, for me, is the solution for me to, you know, tap into these three tenets, let's call it. So, you know, just poor has allowed me to, I'm still in finance, but it's allowed me to get into a type of business where I'm not relying on somebody else for paycheck, number one. It has its own levels of stress, but the second part of that is because I'm not relying on somebody else, I have the ability to spend more time with my family. So that kind of signifies the first two main points of starting this business. But more importantly, the thing I've been saying, and, and I say this often that it sounds kind of corny, but it's true. I don't want to be on my deathbed and think back on my life and say, I could have done this. I could have done that. And I want to do something that's positive in my life that contributes to society in one way. And I see Just Poor as doing that. And, the, and what I mean by that is I'm the co-founder and the managing member of Just Poor. And what we're trying to do here is create a coffee product. And coffee is ubiquitous across the world. It's the second most drunk drink next to water and the second most traded commodity next to oil in the world. And there's a problem with plastic buildup in particular on the single serve market. And Just Pour is in the single serve market. And my thought was, if I can create a product that does something that's advantageous to society um, as a way to maybe reduce plastic, reduce waste, that will be my contribution as my societal contribution as part of my career. And Just Pour was the catalyst to do this. How did you narrow it down to this industry, you know, versus so many other industries where you want to give back, right, to the community or make an impact? Why coffee? Yeah, so I've been drinking coffee since I think I was 12 or 13, all right? And, you know, I, I love coffee. I love the taste. I love the way it makes me feel. It's always been part of my life. When I was in college, my roommate and I, we had, you know, dreamed of owning our own coffee shop that never materialized with my roommate. You know, we went our separate ways. He owns his family business. I went into finance. But what happened about five to seven years ago was I had the opportunity to buy a couple of coffee houses, which I did. And I owned them up until the end of the pandemic. I closed them as a result of the pandemic. But coffee has always been part of my life. And you know, as I became a coffee house owner, I was really introduced to different types of brewing methods. You have your drip coffee brewing method, you have your French press brewing method, you have espresso. And then there's this concept of pour over. 
All right. I didn't know about pour over until about six years ago. And what I found was that in my coffee house, there was a younger generation that was coming in to the coffee house looking for pour over. So I had to really get myself up to speed and educate myself on the concept of pour over. Fortunately, I had a really good team behind me that has expertise in coffee. But in a nutshell, what pour over is, it's a process of brewing coffee that extracts the greatest amount of flavor in a nutshell. The problem with pour over though, for most people in America in particular, is that it's a long daunting process. What I mean by that is it takes about 10 minutes to brew a cup of coffee, a single serve cup of coffee. And the reason I use the word daunting is because we're in such a fast paced environment that it's difficult for people to get up in the morning and spend 10 minutes measuring their coffee, measuring their water, doing what's called off-gassing, and to get you to that one single serve cup of coffee. So given that problem, coupled with when in the coffee house, you know, I had so many customers coming in asking for pour over. It clearly to me resonated with a certain demographic in the coffee world. So my idea at the time was, and these same types of people that customers of mine, they were always complaining about the single serve plastic buildup that's happening in landfills and how it's negatively impacting the environment. And I don't want to name any companies just so you know. So what I was thinking was, okay, we have this market demographic that loves pour overs. It's a long process to do, but how can we create a solution or how can I create a solution to kind of bridge that gap? And just pour was the way to bridge that gap. So here's the thing. So just pour is a direct to consumer pour over coffee company. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to a bring pour over to the masses. Number one, reduce the amount of friction it takes to actually make a cup of coffee in the pour over method. And most importantly, our filters that we created are biodegradable. So it kind of solves to an extent the solution of the plastic buildup. Now, I want to make a disclaimer that our product isn't perfect. Okay. No product will ever be perfect. There's always iteration. So as time progresses, you know, I'm hoping that technology increases to make the environmental impact of what we're doing better and better and better. Uh, it, it, but ultimately, what we're trying to do is we're trying to deliver this pour over product to the mass market with an environmentally conscious flavor to it. And when people get our product, A, it gets delivered directly to their door. They get uh, a dripper that's made out of 100% recycled plastic. They have instructions on how to make a pour over. And kind of the best part for this particular product is that it really only takes about two minutes to make a cup of coffee. All right, because what we've done is we've created these self-contained filters with pre-measured and pre-ground coffee. So really all our customers have to do is open up the filter, put it into the dripper, and then heat hot water up and pour it right in, up to the top of the filter. Now, a couple of things on that. There is a little bit of friction for the customer. They have to be able to heat up hot water and you got to open up the bags and pour your own water. And so it's not like a traditional drip coffee maker or a Keurig. But when you're done, you're effectively getting almost the same type of pour over coffee that you would get from a barista. And you're reducing the amount of time from 10 minutes to approximately two, maybe three minutes, depending on who you are. And, you know, we think that this is going to help 
solve some problems with the plastic buildup because these, this product is biodegradable. People will not have to go and buy a machine at say a Target or a Walmart or an Amazon. Like if you go and buy say a Keurig or an espresso machine, they may be you know, 200 to $250 with our product. You don't have to spend on a machine. All you have to do is have the capability to heat hot water. The really cool thing too, is that we designed the dripper so that it can fit on any type of, of cup within reason. Now I say within reason because I've seen some television programs where you know media personalities who you know think they're funny they have these cups that are about this big like our dripper isn't going to fit on that cup it's going to go right into it but I mean the, the, the average person is going to use a regular coffee cup to drink our coffee so that's kind of I mean, I mean it was kind of a long-winded answer but that's just pour in a nutshell so this is great uh, could you answer one of my questions I, was, I put on here does it fit any cup you know because I saw yeah. other brands who it hangs over the cup Right. Yep. So could you speak to that? The difference between like those like that versus yours is a solid piece. Yeah. Pros and cons. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what's really interesting about that, I know what you're talking about because when we were researching myself and my co-founder in this, we actually researched the, the company or, or the product that you're talking about. So I believe it's out of Japan and it's a pour over and it's similar to ours in, in that it's self-contained. But what happens is, is you open the product up and it actually hangs kind of over the cup and inside of the cup. And we, we actually ordered it and tested it. And what we found was that as we were pouring the hot water in, that particular product was really flimsy and it would fall into the cup. It would get grinds in the cup. So when we were contemplating this process, we were thinking, okay, there's other pour over companies out there. Hario is one of them. Chemex is one of them in this company that you had mentioned. I just don't recall the name off the top of my head. What we're saying is, okay, when we recognize the problem with this pour over product, we said, okay, we've got to figure out something that's going to be environmentally conscious, being easy for the customers to use and to clean. So what we did was we designed, we have an engineer on our team and we designed this product that has kind of like a beveled lip on it. And, and it's a two-part product that you can take apart and put in the dishwasher to clean. But what it does, because it has that, I, I think it's concave or convex, I can't remember, recall the, the math off the top of my head, but it goes on the cup and it prevents it from sliding back and forth when you're pouring. So you get a more strengthened, you're not going to get a flimsy product that's going to fall in. You're going to get grinds in, in your coffee. And the other reason that we went this route with this type of dripper was because it reduces the amount of waste that you have. So this other product that's out there on the market, it's a disposable and it has actually more material in it than what our filters are. We weren't, we were unable to determine whether or not it was biodegradable or recyclable. So we thought that by creating these self-contained filters for just pours coffee, we would be kind of a leg up in the market namely because our filters are biodegradable because you always want to be conscious of what you're throwing away. But when I get rid of my filters that I use for just pour, I, I have my own compost pile. So I throw them in there, but if I'm on vacation, for example, and I take my coffee with me, I don't feel as bad throwing it in the waste uh, because I know that it's going to degrade in a reasonable amount of time. 
as opposed to ending up in a landfill and taking thousands of years to degrade. Ours is more of a quicker process uh, than the thousand years, thankfully. That was really well said. All right. So next question I have is who's the right fit for the pull over? So first things first, I think that our primary customer, and what I'm about to say is broad, is really anybody that loves coffee, wants to save money, and is environmentally conscious, right? So, I mean, if you don't like coffee, we're not the company for you. I mean, clearly, because that is our business, coffee. So anybody who likes coffee. So let me start with environmentally conscious folks. So anybody that enjoys a single serve coffee at home, but does not like the fact that they're contributing to pollution around the world with, you know, K-cups, for example. Our product, we believe, is superior because of the biodegradable and compostable nature of our filters, okay? So that's on the environmental side. On the money side, here's the deal. The research that we've done, and most of the data that I'm citing comes from some 2018 studies, but the average person drinks approximately two cups of coffee a day. And believe it or not, the vast majority of those first cups of coffee occur in people's homes. The second cup, believe it or not, is like at a Starbucks, a Dunkin' Donuts, so on and so forth. Some people, I think they, they get their one cup of coffee in the morning, chug it down, and then, you know, they hit, you know, a Starbucks before they go to the office. Now, if you think about that from a two coffee on average per person per day, it gets kind of expensive on a daily basis. Because let's just say, from my perspective, I drink pour over, or I drink my regular just pour over coffee in the morning. And then if I'm out and about just in the general area, I'll stop at Starbucks and get an Americano. Okay, Americano is just espresso and hot water. And, you know, I'm getting a medium size or a grande and it's over three bucks a pop. If I'm doing that, if I'm a, just a general customer that doesn't have pour over, doesn't drink coffee at home, that's six bucks a day times seven days a week times 365 days a year. It starts getting really expensive. With Just Pour, we've kind of distilled it down so that each cup of coffee is right around $1.25. So if you drink, let's just say, if you're the type of customer that's drinking two cups of retail chains coffee on a daily basis, you're going to pretty much cut your cost in half if you buy a product like Just Pour and have coffee at your house. And one other thing too about that that I didn't mention earlier is that the product is also designed to reduce waste. If you think about having just a regular coffee maker, if you're not really precisely measuring that out and drinking all of that coffee, you're really dumping a lot of coffee, you're pretty much throwing it away if you're dumping that coffee down the drain. With ours, it's one and done and it's the optimal amount of coffee. And so anybody that likes coffee, wants to save money and is interested in the environment, right? So kind of like the subgroups of that, you know, our market when we originally researching this was millennials. And the reason that we were searching millennials is because effective 2018 millennials became the largest consuming demographic in the United States. And for the most part, you know, I'm from that generation. I'm actually technically kind of in between Gen X and the millennials. I think my subgroup is called the, the Zenials. But for the most part, our target market are millennials. And at the end of the day, they're fast paced. They, they live in a fast paced environment. They grew up with technology. Folks like that are looking for comfort and convenience. So just poor kind of bridges that gap. 
because where providing something that's convenient comes directly to your house, it's comfortable because it's coffee and it's also environmentally conscious. I, I can't emphasize that enough because it's really, I think it's really important. So anybody that's kind of in this mode of they're in a professional environment, it's very fast paced. You've got multiple children taking them to daycare, to uh, different activities. You don't have time to make coffee at home. This is kind of the product for you. Also, just kind of feedback from our own client base. We have a couple of folks that are in the RV industry, right? So they see a lot of value in our product because you can take it with you traveling. I mean, most of these people are... If they're in the RV world, they're into outdoors type sports, hiking, camping, things of that nature. And they have the capacity to be able to heat hot water up. So with our product, you don't have to bring a drip coffee maker. You don't have to bring a machine with you. You just have those self-contained filters. You don't have to measure anything. It's just heating hot water up. Our product is machine washable and, and those who camp, you, you know, however they're washing their products out there um, in the wilderness, you know, it, it's easy to do that. Folks that travel, as a matter of fact, my, my parents are customers in this. They travel pretty extensively because they're up there in age. They've retired and they're kind of living the dream at this point. One place they go every year is Aruba and they take Just Pull with them every single time. I mean, they were so accustomed, you know, by traveling there on an annual basis to going to the local Dunkin' Donuts in particular. But now they bring my coffee or our coffee with them. They love it. And I've heard this from multiple folks. We have customers that have actually brought the coffee on a cruise ship with them. They've brought it to Europe. I have customers like my parents to Aruba. So kind of all over the country. It's the people that are really focused on, you know, saving money, having a quality coffee with them and that are environmentally conscious. That's our, you know, three major demographics. Now, one of the other subsets of groups that you had asked for earlier were kind of the connoisseurs. Right? You had mentioned something about whiskey connoisseurs and they enjoy the process. And there's definitely the ability to tap into the pour over market. But here's the thing, folks that traditionally do pour over. So what I'm about to say is one of the reasons why we wanted to bring pour over into the market. So when we were originally launching this and doing the research for this product, we talked to a lot of people that have expertise in pour overs, and we received a ton of negative feedback. And the reason that we received negative feedback is because there's a love of the process around the pour over community. It's it, these folks that are really enamored by pour over, they love taking the time to measure their water out to grind their own beans, to measure and grind all of those beans and to get that perfect flavor profile from a single serve cup of coffee. And they put a little bit of resistance to us because they see it as a way of kind of, I guess in their minds, diminishing the value of the pour over. And I, I respect that and understand it, but here's the thing. We also at our company and from my perspective, my experience in the coffee industry recognize that people want to have different experiences with everything that they're doing, in particular coffee. And just pour is a way to, in our minds, to bring more awareness to the pour over world. So yes, our process may not be the perfect pour over in accordance with the staunch pour over community, but what it's going to do is it's going to bring awareness that we think to a mass market of folks that enjoy a good cup of coffee, that want to focus on the environment, 
And then maybe, and this would be perfectly fine with us, maybe they're enamored by our product so much that even if they cancel you know, a subscription with us, when they move into focusing on that process of the pour over that 10 to 15 minute process on a daily basis, I think that that's a good thing. I mean, I would hate to lose a customer, but if they're engaging in a type of activity that in my mind, just with the regular pour over is more advantageous to the environment because you're reducing waste and you're being more mindful of what you're doing, then to me, it's a win. And at the end of the day, I think it's, you know, I think that this is a good process for brewing coffee. And I don't think that the masses know about it. And I think this is a good way to get it to the masses. Jason, you talked about time, right? 10 or 15 minutes versus I think you said it's two minutes. So could you speak to the difference? So what I'm going to describe is, and and this is really high level, is the, the traditional process of pour over and I'm going to compare it to just pours, process of pour over. So here's the thing. If you're going to do pour over coffee, just keep in mind that this is a single serve uh, cup of coffee, right? So what you're doing is as a consumer, you have to have the following materials in order to do pour over. You need a scale. All right. They're relatively inexpensive, but you need a scale. You really want to have something like a gooseneck pour over kettle or some sort of kettle to heat hot water up. You need a grinder in order to grind your coffee beans and you need uh, some sort of supply of beans, which you can get anywhere. You can get beans at the stores, you can get it at a traditional uh, coffee roaster or other various places. So when you're making a pour over, there's certain optimal ratios between the amount of water that you're putting in and the amount of beans that you're putting in to extract the greatest amount of flavor. So what you do first is, because you have that scale, you measure your water out and you measure your beans out, then whole beans. Then what you're doing is you're going to grind those beans. So you grind them after the fact, because as soon as you grind the beans, they start to lose flavor. Even even if it's in a tightly packed nitrogen sealed bag, you're still slowly losing flavor. So that's why if you're doing it traditionally, you want to do it with whole bean. So you grind those beans and then you slowly put them into your pour over funnel or device or what you have. What you first have to do is after everything is measured off and your water is heating is do what's called off gassing. So if you you put a little bit of water around the beans and bubbles that are going to come up and the bubbles, it's just the way that the flavor is being extracted from the beans. And that creates the optimal amount of flavor in the beans. And then you slowly pour the water over the beans and let it seep through the beans Um, into your, say, 10 to 12 ounce cup of coffee. So that in and of itself is about a 10 minute process. All right. So that's how a traditional pour over is done. You'll see that done in coffee houses, professional baristas are doing it that way. Just pour takes that whole concept and distills it down to approximately two minutes. I, I just want to emphasize here too, that The reason why we've done this is because we're trying to create convenience for our customers. We want them to have a good cup of coffee, but not have to spend, say, 10 to 12 minutes or so going through that process because we recognize that folks have busy lives. So when you subscribe by from Just Pour, what you're going to get is a dripper which is similar to other brands out there, but we've designed it so that it fits on any type of cup. And with the dripper, you're going to get a package of filters, all right? Typically in one package, you get six filters of coffee. 
all the coffee is pre-ground and pre-measured and it's sealed tightly. But keep in mind what I said earlier about the ground versus the whole bean coffee is losing a little bit of flavor. But the point of Just Pour is that we're on demand. So when you order, we're essentially roasting the coffee and um, roasting, grinding, and delivering the coffee within a three-day period from when you've ordered it. So all the coffee, if you buy it on a monthly basis, for example, you're still going to get an optimal flavor from it. So please be mindful of that. It, you're not going to lose flavor just because um, it's ground on site. It's pre-ground. So when you get your coffee, it, it comes directly to your door. All you have to do is literally just heat hot water up. You don't have to measure it because we've essentially eliminated that in our process. You just have to open the filter all the way, put it into our dripper. And I can share some demonstrations at a later date on this. And just take the hot water. You don't have to do the off-gassing. You just pour all the way to the top of the filter and let it seep through the beans and you have a, a nice fresh cup of coffee. I think it took longer for me to explain that process than what it actually is. But that's essentially, you know, the, the comparison between the traditional pour over and just pour.